I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello sports fans and thank you for listening to the TTM Sports Show. The sports podcast that's by the fans, for the fans. Where you can guarantee explosive debate, trending topics, big interviews and guests and regular uploads. Proudly sponsored by Prestige Paving and Patios and Anstis Grounds and Gardens. So strap yourself in for the latest episode of the TTM Sports Show. Hello and welcome to episode number 89 of the TTM Sports Show. My name is James. And my name is James. And together we are TTM. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Sports, the fan-friendly show, which is by the fans, for the fans. Episode 89, what have we got? Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna go back in James with a, a weekly review, uh, state of play kind of thing. So we're gonna talk about the Champions League semi-finals. Um, obviously, Manchester City and Liverpool involved. We've just literally finished watching the Liverpool game, James. Um, you'll have your thoughts on that in a minute. We're gonna talk about Man United. Um, Eric Ten Hag has been appointed. You called it, James, a little while ago. You what? You, you thought they should have got Enrique. I agree. Um, or Simeone, again, I also agree, but Ten Hag's in. We'll talk about where we're going to go from there. We'll talk a little bit about Bruno Fernandes, um, our friend Bruno Fernandes, and obviously the main man, Paul Pogba. And the relegation, we're going to go back into it. Leeds, you just... Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewellery from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. 
Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Never know, Everton, Burnley is probably one from those three now. Look, um, I said it all the way through. I've, I've said it all the way through. They can ridicule us. They can say what they like. And I know they're listening. Dan, Lee, Sean, and I know you're listening as Leeds fans to the TTM Sports Show. And, and you think I'm bonkers. Well, you know, after 33 games played, you're three points clear of a relegation dogfight. You know, let's let's be brutally honest. Five max, you know, I was right. Mm, yeah, well, we're, we're going to find out, aren't we? We're going to find out there's some big well, games Well, the fact that you up. can't actively easily dismiss it states that I'm right. Yeah, exactly. And we're also going to look at the championship, James. Something we don't often dip our toe into is the championship. So that, if you don't know, and if you haven't seen the championship table, I suggest you have a look at it right now. Because it is tighter... Than a shirt around my waist. Because yeah. I'm overweight. It is tight. On the subject, actually, James, um, let's just talk about it. The elephant in the room. Your return to your return to the game. Yeah, um, my return to the game um, over the past, I'd say, four weeks, I reckon. Four or five weeks. Um, I went back for the, for the first time and... Uh, I said to you, I'll be good for the first eight minutes. Um, and I was good for the first eight minutes. What on eight minutes? And and then it went downhill rapidly. Um, and since then, I've been chipping away. I've been um, running three, four times a week in my own time, doing daily ab crunch exercises um, <laughs> with my wife, which has been great. Um, running cons- consistently and beating PBs all around uh, my, my little circuit that I've got. And... Uh, you know, culminated in... I, I did say last week. You didn't play last week. but I, yeah, I, I said didn't to play you, last week, yeah. I, I said, the fitness is back. I said, trust me, I was shuttle running at the end. Do you know what I mean? I said, I, my fitness is back and I'm playing well. And then obviously we arrive at last Sunday. Yeah, so just to put you in the picture, me and James, we do... Uh, we do how uh, have recently returned to the Six-A-Side arena. And we have been playing Six-A-Side football in Froome, Somerset, um, for home base, FC. And um, yeah, James James actually bagged himself a brace on Sunday, didn't you? We did turn up. Yeah. We had five. We played six aside against. Well, they had seven with a sub, and we had five, uh, including one guy that we dragged off the game before. But you know, James, you still bagged a brace. Yeah, bagged a brace. Nully, 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 nully had a couple of a couple of additional ones as well. Actually, he had a lovely out outside of the foot, you know, turn on the edge of the area and opened up like Henri tried to curl it top corner, but the keeper was saving it. Uh, but no, it was a good game. It's nice to have fitness back in my life. I feel a bit, uh, you know, fitter, stronger, and uh, long may that continue, really. You know, yeah. physical fitness, great. Exactly, and it's nice to have a little bit of six side on a Sunday as we are coming to the end of the domestic season. I've got two games left. I've got, oh, I've got, got an away game in Swindon on Saturday, and then and then a midweek just to top it off. At I home. thought you were going to say we were coming towards the twilight of our of our physical lives. So oh I was well, go, we, wow, we most okay. certainly are coming towards. You know, I'm probably coming to the twilight of my eleven side career. Probably got another two, three seasons left in me, maybe if I'm lucky, if the body will, will, will hold it out. But anyway, moving on, James. Champions League semi-final. Let's start with Liverpool. Happy? Yeah, good result. Um, would have liked a third, but Jesus Christ, beggars can't be choosers. Yeah. Uh, Two-nil victory at home, first leg. You know, good. We could maybe... It's a tricky situation. I, I think, personally, if it was me... I'd play my best team in Villarreal yeah. and uh, I'd just get it done and dusted and get into the final and go back to the league and just give everything to the league. I was really disappointed with Villarreal. They, you know, we all expected them to come and play the kind of game that they did, you know, but they're not Simeone's Atleti, are they? They're, they're not. They just haven't got, you know, Etienne Capoue isn't quite the same as Condogbia, is it? Um, 
disappointed. Didn't really offer anything. Didn't have a shot on target. Um, took you a little while to break them down. They were frustrating you for the first half. But what I, I said to you, you didn't have a chance. If you get one, you'll get two, you'll get three. Um, and there you go. What? 10 minutes into the second half, bang, bang. Same as Everton though, isn't it? Um, Same as Everton. These teams that sit in, it can be quite frustrating, but you find as soon as you break the resistance mentally, they know it's gone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, And if they come out and have a go, well, you're then playing to the strength. So it's, look, uh, I've talked about it at length all season. Um, You know, I'm not going to give any wild predictions on the podcast this season. I don't think I have. I think I've held myself together really well. Um, I'm not going to make any wild predictions. All I'm going to say is I just think it's it's been a really good season so far and just one game at a time. uh, But yeah, but you're going to win the Champions League though, aren't you? I, I, if we're going to win out one of the two, I would say, you know, if I was a betting man, you know, let's be brutally honest, you know, it's, it's out of Real Madrid, Man City, Villarreal and Liverpool. Or the Premier League, which is a lot more on the line. It's uh, I, I think there's another trophy in it for the club somewhere. Right, okay. And that's the first time, ladies and gentlemen, that James Harrison of the TTM Sports Show has given that prediction. I just think there's um, another trophy finally somewhere. Finally folded um, off the record and in a private conversation. You, you had a very different opinion, but we won't go down that, that road. No. Um, look, I said on the podcast last week, I said I thought Real Madrid were going to win it. Mm. I said there was something in the air. I think it's the, it's the last dance of that team. I'll talk about them again. Cruz, Casimiro, Modric, um, Benzema. By the way, that was a good game, but I thought Modric was really poor. Yeah, but he's 37 years old, mate. Well, I thought, you know. he was, uh, thought, he was, thought he was world class. He is world class. He's, he is world class, absolutely. But um, look, Real Madrid probably, realistically, got out of jail uh, last night. They came up against um, a Man City side with a makeshift back four. Um, Fernandinho trying to chase down Vinicius Junior was, <laughs> you know, he's done him a treat, uh, and it was kind of probably a bit. He pretty much ended uh, Fernandinho's career with. That. It was like Danny DeVito chasing Roadrunner. Yeah, it was. It was. It was ridiculous, but you know, you had the image in your mind, didn't you, listeners? I put, know you did. W- would you want to be going to the Bernabeu? Only a goal up when you should have been two, three goals up. City missed so many chances and Real... This is know. why they haven't won it. Yeah, exactly. Um, this ain't Burnley at I home. would still... T- you know, if they were 1-0 up, if they won 1-0 last night, you'd say, OK, good advantage. You know, like they did in the um, in the Atleti game. And they went they went to Spain and, and they, did a, job. they did a professional job. Mm. And, uh, you know, and they did as well. You got to hold your hands up and say fair play. They they dug in there and got what needed, which makes me think maybe they can do that in a Bernabeu. But I think Real Madrid, Bernabeu, you know what it's like when it's Champions League semi final. It's still light in the game, and then it goes to dusk, and all the you know, and and the Bernabeu is an incredible stadium, beautiful, and it, it is Champions League nights. You know, talk about Anfield and everything else, but the Bernabeu on a Champions League night, Champions League semi final. It's up there, isn't it? It's right up there. So I think it's a really difficult game. I think Madrid will be thinking, right, okay, we've, we've got away from there. We could have got battered tonight and we haven't. We've come away. We're a goal down. We've shown we can hurt them. Well, we've both said there's something in the air, James. They're shitting their pants about Benzema. His first goal, unbelievable. Yeah, and, and, and balls of steel for the penalty. They had a header just before then as well, didn't they? Yeah. Ice in the fucking veins, mate, was, uh, was what happened for that penalty. But... Yeah, I think wide open that one. I think you, you take your pick, but my money would still be firmly on who I think will be the eventual winners, which is Real Madrid, the last dance. Who's going to beat Real Madrid if anyone's going to beat them? Well, they got beat last night. They got beat by Chelsea in the Bernabeu. 
You can't keep losing, mate. You can't keep losing, but I just think they're finding a way. And in Modric and Benzema, they've just got two world-class operators. They're in a massive operators. title race as well. Can no, they're not. No. Can you get out their league? Their, their league? They haven't won it yet. They're, it's not won yet. They'll win that. They'll win that. Trust me. So you believe that they'll rest players? I think they've got the. They've certainly got the um, money in the bank to be able to do it. Um, La Liga. They are. They're fifteen points clear in La Liga. Oh. So yeah, that's. Done. But that's one. So basically, they're going for the Champions League. Yeah, you would like to think so. Um, so yeah, I think for me, it's Real Madrid. James, you want the Real Madrid Liverpool final for poetic justice, which is fair enough. Um, I mean, you know, if, you know, back to domestic matters. I mean, the Champions League. You know, I, I personally feel that Liverpool should get to the final now. Um, and the other is a real pickem, isn't it? But but I think Real Madrid. You're right. I, I think. But I said there's something in the air for 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 my club this season. I don't know what it will be, but I, I just feel like there's another trophy. I think the football purist wants a Liverpool Real Madrid final. Yeah. I think that's the football purists final. The Sky Sports money machine wants. Man City Liverpool because it's more marketable in this country and and they can really play off that, um you know it, it's Sky Sports News's wet dream that that Champions mm. League final isn't it? We've all had one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Not since I was a little boy, but <laughs> um well, I was a late bloomer to the party. So well, fair enough. Um so yeah, Champions League, like you say, James, wide open, rail. City, you take your pick, flip a coin, whatever. But Liverpool, you're in a final. I think you can probably take your foot off the gas on that second leg, in all honesty. Um, professional job tonight. Where Got are they in La Liga? Down. Oh, Villarreal. Yeah. Oh, they're they're way off. They're mid-table. They're, they've got nothing to play for. They go, they're seventh. They might get into the Conference League if they're lucky. But they've got to chase down Sociedad. You know, that's where they are at the minute, mate. It's uh, not going well for them. But Champions League, there we go. Um, moving on, though, James... Manchester United it's all the owner's fault to start with Bruno Fernandes is a world class player and best thing since Cantona Pogba's finally gone which is what the fans wanted um, Eric Ten Hag's in which is what the fans wanted the owners are still terrible it's all the owner's fault what the hell's going on at Man United Ten Hag how's it going to go what's he got to do where'd you start well you start with ex-players not opening their traps, talking about the failings of the club. And I mean, Gary Neville. On Sky Sports. Now, I like Gary Neville. Some of his views differ to mine in footballing terms, but 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 what I will say is usually he speaks sense. He got it wrong in the aftermath of the Man United uh, result at Liverpool, uh, where he turned around and he was blaming the Omer, saying his stadium's in a state of disrepair and, and all this. And, like, and I've seen it. I've seen the state of the, you know. But we spoke to a Man United fan. Now, what's that group who tells us that they're doing up the ground? They're putting money towards the ground. They're doing this. They're doing that. He said that the Glazers just take, you know, £24 million out a year. Well, that's chump change. Yeah. That's absolutely that's nothing. wages for half a year. So why are they moaning about taking out £24 million of the club? It doesn't make sense. You know, doing a crossword blind doesn't make sense. Mm. Why would you do it? Yeah, um, you know we've had uh, Man United fan Josh Butler on the show before, uh, and we welcome any other Man United fans. So please come on and tell us what the issue is with the Glazers, because I still don't understand fully. Okay, they run it like a business. They've got shareholders. They take dividends. Well, I'm sorry, Man United, but it was all right in the '90s when you wanted to go from being a, a football club into being a corporation. 
and you blew everyone else away because you you monetized everything and you had the merchandise and you were you know Man United drinks bottles, Man United lunch boxes, Man United everything, um, and you absolutely changed the game in the nineties and became an absolute juggernaut. It was fine then, but now everyone else is doing it. And you've had to go to that different level again. And yeah, all right, do the Glazers really care about Man United or no. really care? No, they don't. They care about the pounds at the end of the day or the dollars as it is for them. But let's be honest. It'll be nickels if it keeps going. Blaming the owners, blaming the managers, blaming everything takes away everything from the absolute shambles of a team that they've got at the moment. You know, what more do they want? They finished second last season with, okay, Solskjaer, maybe he wasn't the guy. But I'll tell you what, he cared. And he certainly tried his best. Wasn't came unstuck against a real top tactical coach in the end in the Europa League final or whatever. But what do they want in the summer? They finished second. What did the fans want? Sancho. We want Sancho. We have to have Sancho. One of the best young players in the world. Brightest English young talent that, that there is out there. Absolutely ripping up trees in the Bundesliga. 70 million. Here you go. Thank you. We'll have Sancho. Big fanfare. Brilliant. What do they want? Oh, we need a centre-back. We need a centre-back. We need a centre-back. That's all we ever hear. Oh, the owners aren't giving us a centre-back. What they do? They go out and get a three-time, four-time Champions League winning centre-back. Probably in the top, prime of his career. Probably top five centre-backs in world football. And they didn't overpay for him either. They only paid about 40 million for him. Brought him out onto the pitch like he was a movie star. Big handshake with Rio Ferdinand. Yeah, you're the guy. All this crap. Um, then what do they do? Spend they, 80 million on Harry Maguire. Well, yeah, that was been and done. But I'm talking about this summer. What else did they do? We need a striker. We need a striker. We need a striker. They went and got the best player that we've ever seen on the planet. (laughs) What more do these fans want from these owners? If you've just been delivered that, bearing in mind you finished second last season with what you would say, all right, was a poorer Man United side. You had the issue of the Liverpool capitulation as well, which which didn't which did help United. They benefited from that. I mean, let's be honest. They only finished like two wins above Liverpool. Liverpool were, were, were. Shambolic. Well, you lost six games in a row in at home in January, February. Yeah. But anyway, but so what I'm saying is, though, United, you had all this put on a plate to you. If you'd have said to a United fan in June, what what bridges that gap to Man City and Liverpool? You would go, well, we need decent centre back. Okay, here's one of the best centre backs we've seen in the last decade. Brilliant, thank you. Um, we need a winger. We need a winger. They've been saying for ages, oh, we need another winger. We need another winger. Even though you've already got Martial, Rashford, uh, Juan Mata, um, Lingard, you know, all these players. You had an informed Lingard coming back. You had Danny James at the club as well. Daniel James, who was never apparently good enough, even though he's got more goals and assists this season than Sancho. Um, and you said it would need a right winger. So he goes out and gets the best prospect in, in world football, uh, you know, the best young, brightest winger in world football, European football. Here you go, have that. And then they go, oh, we need a striker. We need a proper centre forward to go out and get the best player ever. So I'm sorry, but what's the issue? Um, the issue is the players. The issue is the culture. Obviously, we know that. Entitlement. Manchester United privilege. Um, and Which, that, by the way, is on the wane. Yeah. And then you get all, you get these Man United fans now. They're not even interested anymore. They can't even be bothered to moan well, about it anymore. Because they to start That's their Manchester United privilege showing through. Now, um, absolute car crash of a season for Man United, you know. And, and realistically... At least we could say that we supported our clubs when we were finishing eighth well, and seventh. You know, you know, we had no league title in thirty years, and I still defended us as if we were elite. Well, I was down with Tottenham when we were fourteenth under Jacques Santini, and um... I remember when we were like seventeenth, and it said there was a Facebook group saying, "Welcome to the Liverpool relegation party." Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? You know, you know, it's silly. So obviously, Ten Hag. Not once have I slated Man United fans on here. Come on, <laughs> come on. 
Come on. Uh, Ten Hag's coming in. Obviously, he's the saviour of Manchester United now because he's the guy that they've been talking about wanting for, for months and months and months. Um, look, there's no denying. Ajax hadn't won a league title for four years when he came. I don't think they'd won a league title since Koeman. Um, sorry, since De Boer when he came in yeah, and they've got they've gone and won three in a row they've won the they've won the um, they should have got to the Champions League final they should have got to the Champions League final a lot of injury time in that match um, that is what it is they bottled that didn't they um, you look at some of the players he's brought through and developed that have gone on you know people like Frankie de Jong Hakim Ziyech um, Serginio Dest um, look what he's done with Dusan Tadic you know he turned him from a, a sort of a hit and miss flaky winger in the Premier League to a 25 goal a season striker in the in, you know getting to the Champions League semi final captain looking like the man. Um, another one, Sebastian Allaire, plucked him out of West Ham. He couldn't buy a goal at West Ham. Didn't look like he even knew how to play football. He's turned him in. What you call he's nine, going to Man United. I've heard. Yeah, I've heard that as well. But that's just that's just lazy journalism. Um, you know, he scored nine goals in the Champions League group stages. I think he's the first bloke to score in his first six consecutive or first six Champions League games beating the record set by Haaland um, so there's no denying that you know and he's got a defined way of playing that Ajax style um, you know 4-3-3 getting it getting it to your wingers and, and everything else and playing How nice is possession Haaland doing this season what's what's Erling Haaland's statistical analysis God. of this season how many goals has he got in the uh, the Bundesliga, you know, because it seems to have gone a little bit quiet on him. What we do with our Erling Haaland is just transfer stuff, you know. Well, this season he has scored. Here we go. He scored eighteen goals in the Bundesliga in twenty-one games. He's been injured a bit, hasn't he? So he scored twenty-five goals in twenty-seven games in all competitions. So really, you we can't... got forty-one last season. Yeah, well, he played. You know, oh, he's got forty-one goals in forty-one games. He, he's banging them in still. There's no, don't you worry 27, about that. Twenty-seven, yeah, twenty-five and twenty-seven. He's actually he scored eighty-two goals in um, eighty-six eighty-six games, games in his in his career. One hundred and ninety-seven games, one hundred and fifty-one yeah, goals. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't you can't mess with those numbers. To be fair, um, you know, again, where was he in two thousand and seventeen? Erling Haaland, look, uh, he was in the Mulder second team. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, so you know they must have saw something because in 2018 for Mulder he got 12 goals in 25 games. How old was he though? I suppose. I suppose yeah, exactly. He was about 17. Yeah. Um, look, good player. He's he's probably looks like he's going to Man City as well. It's going to change the game. Um, but th- then again, could it be another Sancho situation? You know, Sancho was supposed to come over to Man United and change the game. Ain't worked for him, has it? No. So United have got major problems. I think if you were to look at the United squad now, how many of those are going to be gone in the summer? A lot. A lot. Um, how many of them are good enough? How many know. of them I mean, are Aaron really Wan-Bissaka is not good you know, enough? Smells more than you know his place. But then again, but then, stinks. He's not good enough. But then is Diogo Dallo good enough? No, he stinks too. Not him personally. His playing Luke Shaw, style. Luke stinks. Shaw. Fits and starts, plays well for England, has goes through good spells of form, gets injured. I'd keep him. Uh, yeah, of course. Um, Maguire, I'd keep him. To Alex Tellez came with a lot of hype from from Porto. Football manager dream, but not really being consistent and show that he's going to nail down a place in that I'd team. I'd get rid of him and bring through the the kiddie that I had at uh, Aberdeen. A Brandon Brandon Williams. Brandon Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah but he's been on loan at Norwich. He's about to get relegated. Um, mm-hmm. Centre halves, Harry Maguire, okay. 
with the right confidence and playing in, in a system and everything else, I think there, there is obviously a player there. We've seen him yeah. up close, live and personal for England. He never lets anyone down. Nope. Um, as we saw in the Euros as well, it just ain't quite working for him at the minute. Um, Lindelof, not good enough. Nope. Um, Varane, obviously, that's a world-class player there. Um, so, you know, two centre-halves and goalkeeper that you can build from. David De Gea is fine, no problem. One of the best goalkeepers probably well, in the Premier League's ever another seen. another centre-half, aren't they, for like 80 million? <laughs> Well, uh, oh, no. oh, long may this continue yeah, exactly. I'm sorry <laughs> I'm sick of this club all the shit that you gave us Liverpool fans for 30 long years all the time every single day I'll never forget going into work the day after we lost at Crystal Palace okay do you remember that night you know we Chris lost... Stamble oh, you know Dwight Gale my god um, you know <laughs> we. I went into work he looked at me my manager a Man United fan across the table he looked at me I looked up at him, and I knew instantly in my mind he was going to say something. He went, go on, cry. <laughs> and I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, that was that was, that was was the pits. But yeah, United got so much work to do. There is so much work to do at that club. Eric Ten Hag, you're a brave, brave man. But at the end of the day, he's got a three-year contract. He's probably going to get paid the, well, the highest salaries of any manager in the world. And if it all goes tits up after six months, he'll back. go anyway. Yeah, and he'll go back and he'll get a job somewhere else. Because that job is a poison chalice. Um, United, for me, I think they're going to finish probably... I, I think they're going to finish sixth now. Um, the problem you've got is if you get rid of half of that team that they want to get rid of, United fans, if they are still sixth or seventh in two years' time... Oh, they need time to gel. They'll sack the manager again. Yeah. And the reality is, is it's this isn't a quick fix. This isn't a two or three year. Th- this is a this is a fucking six year thing. This is a this is a rip uh, everything to shreds and, and stick start with it from unless the, you're seven. Start from the bottom. Um, and this is you know it's like when Jurgen Klopp took over at Liverpool. You you had to have that time to build. Um, it didn't. Jurgen Klopp didn't do it overnight. It took him but they've probably got the three, money. That's years. what we don't understand. Yeah, like Man, Newcastle Man are about to join these top upper echelon clubs in the top six, seven. Newcastle the, are about the to join them. Power, yeah. Right, so they're going to be up there. Yeah, the reality is, why Man United still pissing about eighth, seventh, eighth when they've got the spending power? They can match. They can. They can match anyone in the world, Man United. Yeah, they can. FIFA fair play means they can match anyone. Yeah, I just don't know. I honestly, I don't. It's going to be a big seven. It's going to be a big seven with Newcastle. It's going to be a big seven. Then you're going to have West Ham, Wolves, Leicester. I mean, Newcastle already ninth. Yeah, I know. They're unbelievable, really, the turnaround there. I mean, the signings haven't been, you know, come on. Trippier, Trippier hasn't even played since yeah, January. But come on, they did spend 100 million in January. That's yeah, how you get out of relegation problem. You spend 100 million in January. You can say yeah. what you want, Newcastle. And obviously, Eddie Howe's done a good job. He's got them playing a, way, a style of football. The fans are behind them. All is good up at Newcastle. But come on, they spent 100 million in January. You know, you can't argue with that. And they also bought players from rival teams that have weakened other sides in the league as well, which is kind of benefit. You know, took Chris Wood from Burnley. They took Dan Byrne from Brighton. No, all right, Matt Target is not really weakening Villa, but but you know, they've bought players safe bets as well. Bruno Guimaraes, uh, the guy from Lyon, good good player. What about Real Madrid are interested? I've in seen him? him play a couple of times now, and he looks half decent. To Does be fair. he? Yeah, he looks good, mate. Um, so you know, fair play to him, but we'll we'll see what happens when you race for the top the four. Race for the top four. Ra- Chelsea gone, eight points clear with a win. Uh, so it's Arsenal, Tottenham, it's Man a, United, it's a, it, West Ham. It will come down to Wolves uh, can join Wolves if Wolves win, they nah. join the race. No, 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 no. So West Ham are out of it. West Ham ain't finishing. If United four. lose, they're out of it. I think United are, are, are they, gone. They got four games left. 
they, let's say they win every game, they're going to get to 66 points. Well, Arsenal are already on 60. Yeah, they got five they're going to pick up more. They're going to pick up more than six points before the end of the season. So United are out of it. I would say United are out of it. Straight shootout between the it's North. It's a straight shootout. And it's that match. It's that match. It's at, that uh, match at the lane. And we've got to beat Liverpool. We have, but Arsenal have got to um, have. I can't, I'm not sure who they've got. We've got to play Liverpool, Leicester, but then our last two games are Burnley at home and Norwich away. Whereas I, I think Arsenal, Arsenal go. One. I think Arsenal go to Everton. No, they play Everton at home on the last day. I think, or they've got to play Everton still. You never know where that when they're fighting for their lives. I think Arsenal in the driving seat. I do. I, I think they're net. Yeah, I think they are. I think they're net five points ahead of you. Personally, uh, no, they're not. We've got a better goal difference as well. So I think if we, if we beat them, then it's back on. We're you know we're we're. we're yeah, but you go to us first. Yeah. So it all comes down to you. You if Liverpool beat you. Look, you with that, you have to beat Arsenal. You have to yeah, beat Arsenal. have to. Regardless of whatever happens at Anfield, you have to beat yeah, Arsenal. If we don't beat Arsenal, Must we don't we Arsenal. don't deserve it. Yeah. I said um a few I said Arsenal ago, at the beginning of the season, everybody laughed at me. Yeah. I said fourth place, I said Man United are gonna finish seventh, eighth. You all laughed at me. Sixth. Yeah. And I said a few weeks ago, I said Tottenham, I think we'll finish fifth. And to be fair, I've said all along this season, my expectations of Tottenham in a transitional season, alright, we've had content and we've had a massive uplift, but we were poor before he came anywhere near uh, the club he, he I said we hold on a minute you were in a title race at the beginning of the season oh come on and even you you turn around <laughs> off the record and you turn around and went top of the league top of the league <laughs> we were top, top of the league I was only speaking it straight it's how you fact. said it it's how you said it <laughs> look Anyone with half a brain, you know, Nuno Espirito Santo wasn't the answer. No, he wasn't. He was a fucking fool guy. He had the yeah, same record as Pochettino, but you sacked him because he didn't fit the narrative. Oh, come on. Look, Conte comes available. You snap him up no matter what. Um, look, I said it all along. My expectation, we needed to get back into the Europa League minimum, which I think we're obviously going to do that now because we'll finish fifth or sixth. So, fair enough. Um, look, moving on, James. Moving on, James, from the top four race. I'm sick of thinking about it because it, it keeps me up at night. Um, relegation. Relegation battle. <laughs> this is massive, all right? It's Leeds down, mate. It's, it's Leeds down. down. Um, Leeds, creditable point. Decent performance away at Palace. By all accounts, I didn't watch the game. It was boring. I, I think it's something against Man City, Leeds. Yeah. I, I However, fair play. Leeds could lose against Man City at the weekend. And if Burnley win, they're above them. With the same games played. <laughs> and then with if the Burnley win again at the weekend, you know, Burnley have hit a bit of form. Oh Everton God. have got that game in hand. Um, Burnley, though, interestingly, Burnley have got to play Aston Villa twice by some weird like thing because of games postponed or whatever. Burnley have still got to play so Vi- Villa. Villa out of this yet? If Villa lose, they're on the periphery. I think they're. They safe. would have to. They would have to have a massive capitulation and pick up like only two points well, no for the rest of the season. No one's down on forty points, have they? For like you know, Not, years no, and years no. and years. So they you would say one Villa win on, in six. Villa on thirty-seven. They're, They're staying up. Uh, are fine. Leeds again. It's going to come down to who picks up the most points. I think um, Everton have got a bit of a way to go, but they've got that game in hand. Their goal difference is shocking. So is Leeds. Leeds's goal difference is abysmal. Minus thirty. Villa's is minus four. Um, you know. Leeds have actually got a worth worse point, goal difference know. than everyone apart from War- I think Watford Burnley, and Norwich. If Burnley draw and Everton win, they Burnley stay above Everton. I've just got this sneaking feeling 
that Bernie are a bit more battle-hardened to this sort of situation. The characters they've got, <laughs> yeah. that dressing room, won't be phased by being in the bottom three no, with two games Everton to go. Like, oh, if, Everton, if Everton are three points from safety with three games to go... They always they, get out on the they, final day, don't they? They're with a Joe Royal. Yeah, and um, what was the other Howard guy? Uh, Walker. Um, no, Howard Kendall. Yeah, Howard Kendall. Um, their asses are going to start to fall out. And I don't know whether Lampard's got the... The temperament. How and... had Norwich not been relegated? Yeah, yeah, I know they've been down since about October. <laughs> <laughs> Poor old Dean Smith. Um, it's, it... He had to go for a bit, didn't he? And it... it's just completely they're up there. They need a rebuild. How are Everton there? Should have kept Farker. How are Everton even there? The start that they had at the beginning of the season, they were top for a bit. They won their first three games or something like that. That means they have they've only won like five or six games out of like. They're awful. But their team has got no balance, really. They sold their they sold their best fullback in January, uh, which which goes under the radar. They've had the Calvert Lewin's been injured for pretty much the whole season. He's yeah, played the odd game help, here mate. and there. It doesn't help. Richarlison, uh, I know you're a big fan of his, James. Um, he's only scored six or seven league goals. You know, Calvert Lewin scored three league goals. Who else is going to put the ball in the back of the net for them? Iwobi probably got two. Damare Gray started off the season Townsend's well. Townsend's been injured and he Townsend's been, well. Yeah, Townsend's been injured. Anthony Gordon's been a, a revelation. He's been a breath of fresh air. I think he's the only real player in that team that can come out with any sense of credit this season. Um, you know, the other the other week they were saying, oh, brilliant, you know, Everton, Fabian Delft's back. Hey, I forgot he even played for him. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Fabian Delft. Um, their midfield looks leggy. Um, slow yeah, but Alan, Alan and, and Decor, and Decor yeah, they're, they're solid and they're tough well, was but was Alan good six years ago exactly you know they got him from Napoli and he was a prime Alan who was good tenacious yeah, but he up. hasn't really... he's lost his soul yeah Gomez where's he dunno um, you know that's the thing they got they got no they're always chopping and changing the team who plays centre back for them where's Yerry Mina been picking up his wages and not really caring you know, Mike, wheeling out Michael Keane every week poor old poor old uh, Ben Godfrey plays right back I one like week him. left back yeah I like Ben Godfrey but I don't like Mason Holgate I don't like his attitude no There's Holgate anything no, you know, they, to get Liverpool players sent off he even lies the other week allegedly, um, allegedly. the other week Mason Holgate played centre mid <laughs> like come on like there's no balance the, they're I said this about Frank Lampard. square pegs in round holes. I said it, I said it. Manager's not up to it. Lampard's a myth. I, I think they're going to go down, mate. I yeah, think they're going to go you down. You also said Leeds would go down. One of them it's could It's just say. like Everton to win two games at home. Their home form's good. Yeah, I don't think they've lost a home league game under Frank Lampard for a while. Yeah. Um, but I just think there's something there. They've had it coming. Imagine if they go down. They've had it coming. It could be an absolute disaster for them. Be a disaster. As a Liverpool fan, do you want them to stay up, or do you really want them to go down? Oh, They're a disaster. I'm on the fence. I don't They're, know. I'm but... sorry, but that football club is in the gutter. That is, they are in the toilet, and they're not even in the toilet. Think about it. They're then. not even floating. But James, they're think lodged. About it. Think about it. Right. Think about it. If they get relegated, Pickford's gone. All right. I would then play Holgate. I would play Godfrey. I would, um, you know, they'll have Kenny at right back. Um, I, I yeah. Rico Leeson would go. 
I would be playing Andros Townsend. I'd build a good British Anthony core Gordon players. Would, would yeah, would flourish. I, I, I have Delph in the middle. Tom Davis. Exactly. And I would bring through all these guys with a brand new stadium and they've got money mm. uh, with a passionate fan base. Their fan base is absolutely fantastic. And they are. They're good fans, Everton fans. And yeah, I think uh, I, I think that they would uh, get promoted without much problem, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, I know. And, and would, I think they would, need an it, identity. If they go down, I'd sack Lampard and I'd go in there. I'd get Sean Dyche. I'd get someone like Sean Dyche. Get Sean Dyche yeah, straight up. Absolutely. I'd sack Lampard and before my phone had even touched a, touched the floor or gone back in my pocket, I'd be ringing Sean Dyche. Absolutely. Um, and the, what will but finish... But you know what will happen, wouldn't you? Phil Neville would be pretty yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? It's it. <laughs> oh, Rooney would, could take over. Nah, Ro- Ro- nah, Rooney's Ro- a good manager. Rooney's a future Everton manager. Yeah, but good not, manager. Not yet. Is he a future Man United manager? <laughs> If you'd have asked me two years ago, I'd have said, don't be ridiculous. But now, he's really done himself a lot of credit. He's, he's good, shown good, good, good um, uh, you know, good loyalty. He's done well at Derby. He's, he's, ha- handled, he's handled himself really well. Shit team. Yeah. And if you take on, put the points back on, maybe like fine. mid-table. Yeah, they'd be fine. With a shite team. Yeah, Give them exactly. a good team. Yeah. Um, and talking of the championship, James, we'll finish on the championship because the championship is really hot enough and we don't speak about it enough, actually, because I love the championship. Um, you know, quite often on a Saturday night, I will sit down and I will watch the EFL show on Quest with Colin Murray and Sam Parkin, former Swindon striker. Um, Bristol City, poor season Bristol City, again. terrible. Derby, like you said, look, they've won 13 games. You know, that, that's no, more... no, everyone will say, oh, yeah, but that's only going to put them, you know, 18th, 19th, 20th. But the reality is, their team's shite. Yeah, it is. That's what we're saying, like, you know? Um, but the real. I think real... it's got Andre Wisdom on the books. <laughs> Surely. Curtis Davis at the back. Yeah, they've got him. They had, they had, uh, they got Richard Stearman. And, <laughs> and they had, um, you know, Phil Jagielka was there. He'd still be there now, but because of a transfer embargo, they couldn't extend his six month deal in January. And he was 39. He's probably still available. He probably wants to play on. Um, look, Fulham, up, down, up, down. Up and down more than a whore's draws. Um, Fulham, back up. Who cares, really? Like, they're going to come up. Mitrovic won't score any goals. Stan, Tom Kenny will be on the bench again. London. Yeah, you know. Chelsea Exodus are fans, maybe. Don't yeah, know. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not really that massively or excited about Fulham. Or do they hate Fulham, Fulham or is it a rivalry up. that doesn't really boil? Mm, yeah, it doesn't really boil. Right, Occasionally okay. it would. Uh, maybe in the Louis Boa Morte and Steve Malbronk days it probably had a bit more spice to it, but not now. Um, Bournemouth, I don't want to see them come back up. I don't want to keep seeing these same same teams, James. I don't want to see Norwich come back up again next season. Yeah, they they've bought their way what, back up. I don't want to see what, a Watford getting I'd like to bin. see Forest back up there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I, I think... Middlesbrough? I'd like to see Middlesbrough in the, uh, in the Premier League. Yeah, been in the I, Premier I, I League for about want, 10 years. I don't want to see Sheffield United come back up either. But if you if you take Bournemouth out of the equation, listen to this. Let's say Forest get automatic and Bournemouth go into the playoffs. Listen to this for an exciting playoffs. Um, let's say Blackburn somehow managed to do it on 66 points at the moment, two games left. They need to win them both. Sheffield United are in the driving seat on 69. But there's Borough on 67. Blackburn on 66, Millwall on 66, and then that's probably about it. So there's, what, three points in it between one, two, three, four, five teams? So basically, it would be, at the minute, you've got Forest. I, I want to see Forest. They've got to go and play Bournemouth away next next week. If Forest can do a job on Bournemouth, and they'll, they'll go into the box seat for... Same goal difference as well. Yeah, oh so well, I'd God. like to see Forest finish second. I think it's about time now. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve Cooper, good manager. You know, they were second bottom when he took over. He's absolutely yeah, catapulting. But, but hold on a minute. 
Steven Gerrard's Villa was second bottom. Yeah, but let's not go there. We'll do that. Let's park that for another day because I've got my own feelings about Gerrard and, and Aston Villa. Well, but you're a Tottenham I, fan, you would. Oh well, yeah, there we go. Um, let, I think it's about time. We need Forrest back now. That you know that club's ready to go. I mean, they've they've been down. It's like Leeds mm-hmm. uh, when under Bielsa when they were just they they were ready. Then it was the right time for them to come back into the Premier League. Forrest is the same. I'd love to see them get back. And then you you've got. Luton, Huddersfield, Sheffield United and Bournemouth. Now, Sheffield United, big club. We know we've been to Bramwell Lane, James. Uh, big stadium. Um, is it Hecking Bottoms, the manager? They tried They tried uh, Jokanovic, like everyone in the championship has. Didn't really work. They went back to Hecking Bottom and, you know, there you go, up in the playoffs. Luton, unbelievable. They got a relegation um, budget in that league. You know, they've got Henry Lansbury on. They've got Robert Snodgrass. They've got, um, and then other players. You know, they signed a striker from Wickham in the summer. It's a, it's a football manager one. It's, yeah, exactly. It's just a right, right, in, right, everything's happened, right? I would love to see Luton get up. Their ground, you've seen the ground. Kind of worth it? Yeah, you know, the, the entrance to the stand is in between two terrace houses. Like, um, So I, I want to see Luton come up. Uh, for sure, Luton, Forest, and Fulham. That's that's my that's my free picks. So I, I but I also wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't um, take it away from Blackburn if they oh, manage to have a league. I, I I would like to see Fulham in the Premier League. I'd like to see uh, Forest in the Premier League, and I'd like to see Middlesbrough or Blackburn join them. Yeah, because Middlesbrough, Blackburn um, were champions of England. Yeah, Middlesbrough, Blackburn, Forest, even Fulham to agree. They're tra- in traditional, two years, traditional it'll be Premier thirty years since they won it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think again Blackburn, another one. You know, it's the right time for these clubs. I'm bored of the Norwiches, the Bournemouths. You know, these sort of uh, clubs that, that yo-yo between the two. I want a team that's going to come up into the Premier League and show a bit of ambition, like like Leeds did. You know, last season they had a good season last season, mid table. Like Wolves, yeah, like Wolves have done. You know, that that add a bit of value to the league. That have that are big, Bournemouth big, did first season, just yeah. second season they just sucked into it. But a bit. teams that are big historical, big traditional. Clubs in well, this Derby in with this European country. champions. Yeah, Derby, another one. You know, obviously they've got there a long way back now. But they were European champions. You know, Preston, for example. You know, they, they've been champions of the, this country. You know, FA Cup winners many, many times back in the day. Even Huddersfield. You know, mm. historical. Yeah, FA Cup. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think there's some good clubs in there. Sheffield United, Middlesbrough, Blackburns, even QPR to a point. Uh, Coventry. Stoke, you know, there's some good clubs in that league that really it's the hardest league in the world, mate. I'm telling you, it's the hardest league to get out of. Uh, well, second, probably only to the National League, which is even worse to get out of because you, that's why you see teams come out from the National League and generally do quite well in League Two because it's so hard to get out of uh, the National League because there's only one automatic place and then a playoff. Mm. You've got to finish top to, to guarantee yourself getting up, and that's why if you finish top of that league. And it's grueling, and it's you know people talk about Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday in in the championship. It's, it's exactly work, the mate. same national league. You know, look at Harrogate, look at Sutton, look at uh, Saltford. Teams that have come out, Forest Green, and they eventually they've kicked on because it's you know by the time you get out of that league, you're an established full time club playing at you know basically professional standard anyway. Mm. And there's some real shite in that league, league two. You know, teams like Oldham. Uh, South End scum you know the teams awesome. that really struggle yeah there's some real shite in League 2 Tell, I'm, I'm telling you now um, you know clubs in disarray hanging by a thread and you've got Walsall a- shouldn't be in that league it's just mismanagement they uh, did uh, in, uh, for there any Walsall fans listening they uh, come up with a brand new sponsorship today they uh, now have a multi-year deal Walsall with uh, shirt sponsor and the stand sponsor 
Poundland. Oh come uh, on! Yeah, I know. You know, let, you I know, know. let's look at the bottom. Know, There's some I real know. shite. Shout out to um, Sha of the Dale Way podcast at Rochdale. You know, Harrogate. To be fair, they were right up. They've had an awful second half of the season. Though. But what I would describe as dead clubs that offer nothing to the football league. Scunthorpe and Oldham get in the bin. Oldham, mismanaged. Owners, shocking. Um, the fans had the game abandoned on Saturday. They needed to win to, to stay up or whatever. And they lost at home to Salford, I think it was. They got the game abandoned? Yeah, yeah. They had to play the last eight minutes behind closed doors. But then I was talking about well, these Well, because clubs. they wanted a no contest so they didn't go down. Yeah. They're about, down, aren't they? Uh, yeah, they're down. They're down. Scumford, you know, uh, Scumford were in a championship. They had Gary Hooper up front. Mm. Michael Hayes, whatever he was called. Um, but, you know, some dead clubs. Stevenage, they've been down there for ages. Carlisle, you know. Always surviving. Colchester. Bradford. Br- Bradford. Their Premier ma- League. Their manager's Mark Hughes. What? Mark Hughes is a manager of Bradford. They're 16th in League Two. What's he doing? You know, and then, then you go out, you've got some good teams in there, like Newport County, Tranmere, Swindon, Bristol Rovers. Mansfield teams with a bit of ambition that want to try and you know but I don't know Saddlers mate I'll tell you that now Warsaw are not a League 2 team I'll tell you that now no neither are Swindon neither are Swindon but then again neither are Bradford no but neither are Oldham where are Bolton now Bolton are in League 1 but we're just going off on the podcast on a tangent we're going going down the uh, EFL rabbit hole Bolton 10th in you know League 1 so Wigan ex-Premier League Rotherham ex-championship MK Scabs uh, MK Don sorry ex-championship uh, championship, Sheffield Wednesday Premier League Sunderland's 5th I mean fa- what is going on I know, there I know you know 5th Premier League Plymouth ex-championship Wickham Wickham championship, championship last season Oxford, Oxford championship, championship Portsmouth Premier League and FA, FA Cup, Cup and Europa League semi-finalists I think uh, uh, Bolton Premier League Ipswich League. Premier League Charlton Premier League Accrington highest they've been punching above their weight but fair play Cambridge to United Cambridge, pun- you know, they yeah. were, Cambridge were in the National League three four years ago but an Albion ex-championship but you know punching above their weight Shrewsbury fair enough yeah. Lincoln they were yeah. they, they were league they were National League uh, four, five, six years ago. Uh, Morecambe, punching above their weight. Fleetwood, punching above their weight, really. Gillingham, probably about where they should be. Wimbledon, Wimbledon punching above their weight, though. Well, new, club, club, yeah. new club, new club. Doncaster, ex-championship, but probably about right. Crew, ex-championship as Crew, well. Yeah, exactly. Gresty Road. So, you know, there is there is good clubs. Unbelievable how many Premier League clubs are in League 2, uh, League 1. Yeah. Well, how many are in how many are in League 2? So, League 2, you've got Swindon X Premier League, that's one. Oldham two, Oldham two, Bradford, Bradford three, three uh, and that's so it. Three Premier League clubs, and then in League One, so you've got Wigan, four, uh, five, Sheffield six, Wednesday, Sunderland, Portsmouth, Bolton, Ipswich, Charlton, um, and Wimbledon. So eight. Madness. Yeah. Anyway, that brings an end to this podcast. We've got to just talk forever, but I'm not going to lie to you guys. It's getting late and I need to get to sleep. It's Thursday tomorrow. Uh, This podcast will be released Thursday evening uh, when I get in from work. But uh, that's all from me. And that's all from me. And we'll see you again very, very soon. Hello, sports fans, and thank you for listening to the TTM Sports Show. The sports podcast that's by the fans for the fans where you can guarantee explosive debate trending topics big interviews and guests and regular uploads proudly sponsored by prestige paving and patios and anstis grounds and gardens so strap yourself in for the latest episode of the ttm sports show
Social Podcast Network.